House Enterprise, you know the vibe, we out here, no gilly, but the one true host returns, with COVID, but unlike Ben Simmons, I play through the pain, baby, go Celtics. having covid but if you have it don't feel bad about it because you're gonna survive like me triple vax baby triple vax plumbers <laughs> blue collar but i got my vax you know what i'm saying let's go yeah i've never had it either, that i know of anyway every time i've tested it's been negative have Same, you guys- but I, I feel like I've definitely had it like seven times. Yeah. I feel like the test was wrong. Well, that's the thing is every time you like get a lump in your throat or have a runny nose, you're like, shit, do I have COVID? And in the past, you're just like, oh, I have a little cold. It'll be gone in two days. Exactly. It's a weird mindset. It's a different mindset because the colds, flu, like all that shit still exists. But now COVID is just there too. So our brains are automatically going to think that every time anything, even like every body ache headache chest pain you're like oh is this a sign of covid this is it's wild that we're at this point in life like there is no sickness that's not covid like it mentally for us mentally yeah Yeah, mentally exactly but you know what dude it's dude it's what a weird day this is like the weirdest day of my life probably because i've been (laughs) i've been seriously isolated like i've been isolated out it's like the weirdest shit i've ever experienced like i'm just sitting around i fucking watched um a john wayne gacy netflix thing you know you ever hear about that guy the murderer yeah fucking killed 33 men strange so now now i'm feeling weird i watched that and now I'm doing the stupid ass podcast. I'm like, yo, what is going on with my life? So this is the only you. human contact you're going to get for a week. This is it. So thank you guys <laughs> for being here. Oh, yeah. So coming up, we're going to have a, uh, an interview with, with a guest an interview, you know, how we, we have our guest appearances, but Gilly's not here today. He's in Jamaica. So uh, have fun out in Jamaica. Gilly. Come on, Gilly. Hope he's having uh, lots of fun out there. Yeah, lots of weather, uh, nice weather. I'm sure he's having a blast. Uh, but we're filling his voice today with a guest. You'll, you'll hear that in a little bit. So before we get to that, 
Uh, just quick Celtics minute, quick uh, maybe NFL draft minute because the draft is this week, Red Sox. Real quick, let's go over some of those. So the we're recording this on Monday. Celtics are going for the sweep. We are a Celtics podcast, the best Celtics podcast in the state of Rhode Island. Steve's got the Celtics hat on today. Sure, Still tags on um, I guess the main question here is, do you want a uh, Celtics sweep or do you want them to win at home? Josh, how do you feel? I don't know, Dick, about the Celtics or basketball anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, I would love, I would love to shut Kyrie the fuck up. That's what I'll say. I agree. Like, I'm all about it. Like, I hate just seeing Kyrie Irving shit on Twitter pisses me off, and I don't even like basketball. Yep. So, yeah, let's let's do it. And let's the do ben, it, Celtics. The, the, all the Ben Simmons stuff lately coming about, too. It's like everybody's calling mm. him a punk, like a loser <laughs> for, like, flirting the idea there that he's gonna play and then he doesn't play because they I, lost yeah that's some clown shit like you yeah. know what ben simmons up into this point you can almost make an excuse for it and not really like because obviously he's been like a total bitch since he's been on, on the nets and prior to it but you can kind of see like back when he was on the sixers he was kind of spited they want to trade him all that shit he became a big baby all okay whatever they trade him now he's there this is his moment he says he's coming back then he bitches out, wears a clown outfit on the sideline at the game. <laughs> like, dude, what was that outfit? And then he still doesn't play. And then he doesn't play tonight where they're on the brink of elimination, dude. Fuck you. If, if I'm a fucking Nets fan, get the fuck off my team. But dude. there are no real Nets fans. So, yeah. That's also a good point. And I saw a tweet out there that was like, Tiger Woods literally like got his almost needed his legs amputated within a fraction of his life and he's out back out there playing in the masters 14 months later and we haven't seen ben simmons play uh during that entire no way like during this almost that entire span right like he hasn't played a minute this year so that tells you all you need to know about ben simmons drive in my opinion and where where his mindset's at he doesn't like basketball he's not there to win he don't give a fuck that being said I am always in the mindset that I'd much rather just win as soon as possible. I don't like, I'm not, I don't like the idea of people saying like, Oh, lose. And then, and then like lose a game, like, Oh, I don't care if we lose so we can sweep at home. No. So we can win at home. No, go out there and win the fucking game, win the series, sweep them, show me mean business and fucking show them who's daddy. You're muted, Steve. Oh shit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was agreeing with you, Oliver. Absolutely. Go out there, kick their ass. I just want to know. I really, because like Kyrie is, you know, a bitch ass, of course, but he is actually playing. I wonder how they feel about Ben Simmons being so bitch made and not playing. Like, I just can't believe this is even a thing. How is this? How? How are you employed? Like, if I didn't go to work, which I didn't today, I'm not getting paid. How come this guy is like sitting on the bench? Let me reiterate, wearing a purple clown outfit. <laughs> Looking like, like dude, Prince out there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, you don't, like, dude, if if KD broke his leg and he couldn't play and he was wearing that outfit, you'd be like, wow, what the hell's he wearing? But you'd respect him still because it's KD. Ben Simmons is sitting there who's done nothing for years. You have no no respect at all. And here he is, where sitting there. Oh, I just, I'm just mind blown by that. And I'm a Celtics fan. I'm rooting for the Celtics, obviously. But what are you fucking doing, Ben Simmons? My God. Yeah. 
I personally think that we'll hear a lot about it, like if they get swept tonight. Like I feel like Kyrie and Durant, they won't be able to shut their mouths if you know Simmons doesn't play and they lose. Like you're just gonna hear about it. Plain and simple. Like KD's KD's gonna put out some stupid ass tweet that's gonna be like, dude, 15 months says a lot or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like that's totally gonna be the thing. So um yeah, moving on now. That's the Celtics minute, Red Sox minute. Josh, you were at the game on Saturday with the walk-off homer. Terrible. I mean, you what a game you picked to go to. One combined hit in the first nine innings, I think it yeah. was, right? Just no, no hits. No hits. No hits for the Red oh, Sox. Oh, combined. combined. Combined, yeah. Combined, yeah. yeah. Even Terrible. worse. Like, Loved uh, Garrett Whitlock. Looks nasty. nasty. Looks nasty in person, dude. That that breaking fastball was a two-seamer runner. Or whatever sinker, it is, I think, yeah, dude, that thing is nasty. Like, nasty. I, I, I couldn't like because I was sitting behind home plate and I was like, God damn, that thing is breaking hard <laughs> and it's late too. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I would, I do want to say one thing about the trap, yeah, definitely underrated. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I loved it. That's crazy, really. It's a dump, it's a dump <laughs> on the outside, it's kind of a dump in the seats, not gonna lie. Like the seats aren't all that great, but dude, I like the vibe. It's just totally different from what I'm used to. You know, I think uh, the what you said there at the end is important. The vibe and like the ambiance of it or whatever is fine, right? Because it's pretty right. laid back. You're kind of hanging out, enjoying the game. But mm. like you said, the seats suck. The uh, outside is trash. It's, I, a, I, it's, I, it's a dump. I, yeah, I went yeah. there once a, a, a while ago um and uh the roof i mean the roof is is just disastrous. it is it is very hard i don't know how outfielders and infielders catch it's pockets. crazy right i have no idea because you crazy. lose it off the bat it blends like, right as in a fa- as a fan like you literally are like where the fuck did that ball go yep. like there was one uh foul ball i think it was vasquez he he had fouled it off it went straight back above the net and i was like Am I going to get hit with this fucking thing right now? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. But no, in all honesty, you, you put some of that stuff behind. Like, yeah, some of the aesthetic is bad, but I, not a bad seat in the house. Like, yeah, where you, wherever your tickets are, you're going to have a good seat. And even in the third section, like I was walking all around the ballpark. And I don't know, just not very underrated, I think. I think it's average, but it's definitely not a shithole. You know, like it's a dump outside, but to see a game go there, like it's cool. Why not? How was the, I mean, the gift shop, Josh? You go in there? Yeah, it was actually decent. I mean, wasn't anything spectacular. I got shit, but like com- comparable to like to uh to Fenway, like is there uh, Fenway's there? is no Fenway is much larger, like probably four or five times larger <laughs> really like if you're talking the one on jersey street yeah like yeah, yeah no like there's nothing like that that shop like the, is goaded yeah it's so good i heard they're renovating it is that true they did yes, change they it inside it was it's it, they changed check the way checkout works and everything you can go pick out your own hats and everything now oh sick. you don't have to like point to it and say i want this one no this one no no the other one actually you just go pick it out chain in and like that side uh, works operates the same as the other side does now Oh, sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very small. I'd say probably about the size of the one that's um, as you walk in on the first baseline, like or oh. home plate side, home baseline, you know, kind of like that 
that small one. Um, mm -hmm. They do have an upstairs, but it's all like kids stuff, like literally oh. like babies and like youth. So, but it's not that big, um, but they have all little tiny things throughout. They got a hall of fame in there. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, average place to go. Like I'll, I enjoyed my time there. I'm not going to say I'll never go back. Well, luck maybe pushes yeah. me away, but <laughs> Um, have you guys have you been to the Miami yet, Josh? No, I'll definitely be going there though. I should actually look to see when that is. I would like to know the difference, you know. Yeah. Uh I'm I'd kind of be more pumped to go to Miami. It's just a newer yeah. stadium, just to see like how much has changed. You know what I mean? I think that stadium is. It, I mean, it looks great when you're watching ball games. It's just empty. it does. Yeah, it's always empty. It, it's huge too. It's cool as shit. Um, all right. We did Celtics minute. We did a Red Sox minute. Now we're going to go jump to the uh, interview. The interview is with, uh, if you are familiar with um, Capwise, he's one of the co-founders of Capwise, which is like a, uh, I don't know, he'll, he'll describe it better, but you know, their Twitter bio says, provides sports betting simulation models and real-time dashboards to help you make your more intelligent bets. So there it's, it's sports betting base. We're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about uh, NFL draft and all that crap with him. So we're going to hop to that. And then we will be back next week with Gilly and hopefully Celtic sweep. Yes, sir. And a good Red Sox week would be nice. So, all right. Cut Peace. It. Shout out G-Baby. Okay, we are here with co-founder of Capwise, Nick Granered or Graner? Granered. Granered. Nick Granered. Nick, welcome to the podcast, Small State Big Takes, episode 186. We are uh, humbly honored to have you as a guest here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on. I was just saying before we before we started recording, I've actually never been on a podcast before. Mm. So popping the, pop the podcast, Jerry. Hell yeah! You chose <laughs> to do it with us. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> I, I hope I hope we leave a good impression on you because this. I honestly have no idea where we're gonna go with the conversation here. I, I mean, I have an idea, but I don't know where we're gonna end up. We might be talking about. Um, pizza by the end of this i have no idea i mean i'm i'm always down for a pizza conversation mm. what's the best kind of pizza best kind of pizza so i'm a i'm a meats guy love love simple pepperoni if you're if you're looking for a, just a standard pizza love a nice supreme if you're looking to get a little fancy Ooh. how about pineapple? Wrong. Pineapple i i don't i don't you see a lot of people are like ready to ready to pick up the pitchforks and the torches about pineapple on pizza i'm kind of indifferent like here. is it is it traditional absolutely not is it like will i have a slice of of pineapple and ham pizza yeah <laughs> will i go out of my way to order it no like that's 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 how i feel about it what about you guys i have the same exact feeling everyone's a big shit talker when it comes to pineapple on pizza it's like dude let people that want to have it have it and if it's there if you want a slice if it's appetizing to you have a fucking bite if not move on <laughs> hey, i love hey, it exactly i love it it's not like it's violating your your religion exactly somebody wants pineapple my favorite I'm is uh, not a big pineapple guy myself uh, i love i love pineapple <laughs> but instead of ham 
bacon. And then if you're feeling crazy, little jalapenos on it too. You get sweet, spicy, salty. Oh, so good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. Um, okay. We're having Nick on because one, our fourth person isn't here. Gilly's not here today. He's in Jamaica. And, but two, um, I went on the Capwise show. Uh, what was that? Last Saturday, like a, yeah, a, Saturday. Like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. and had a great time. And Steve, Josh, they're, they're not in the sports betting game. And this, and I know a lot of people that listen to us aren't necessarily in it for the sports betting, but it's a hobby I picked up that I enjoy. Um, and the, Nick and his team, and Nick and, and Ben bring a whole different point of view and perspective and style of sports betting to the world. Um, very data analytic driven. So just tell us real quick about what Capwise is, maybe how you started it and, and your view on sports betting as a whole. Yeah. So Capwise is a company that I run. It's my full-time job uh, working with Capwise, uh, cool. me and another guy, Ben. And what we do basically is put together technologies uh, in the form of uh, data-driven models, basically, uh, that people can use uh, to accentuate their sports betting, sports handicapping experience, that kind of thing. So my background is in statistics. So college, uh, I have uh, my undergrad degree, double major in math and stats, and then I have a graduate degree in statistics. So I'm very good at that, or at least at least that's what the diploma says. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's that's kind of how how I started doing all that stuff. Uh, ben and I actually, the, the Capwise origin story is, is pretty funny. So I had finished up grad school uh, on the East Coast, went to University of Pittsburgh for grad school, cool. uh, moved in with my parents in Denver, kind of not really knowing what's going on as the pandemic is starting up, can't find a job. Uh, so I'm out walking my dog and run into this other guy out walking his dog. Uh, it's Ben. So dogs say <laughs> hi. Uh, we start talking to each other. It's like, I like sports. It's like, I like sports. It's like, I've got this little side hustle that I run. It's called Capwise. Bet on sports. It's like, I've been looking to bring somebody on with your exact background and expertise. I was like, okay. I'm doing this stuff kind of for fun anyways. And like, I can, I can do this while I'm, while I'm looking for work. And it kind of took off from there. We both decided to go full-time with it. So we uh, literally met walking our dogs because our dogs decided <laughs> to say hi to each other. That is wow. wild. That is, a, that's an awesome story. That's fucking cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. What are the chances of that one? Yeah, no, it's like if, if you just decided to take the dog out five minutes later. Damn, I walk away yeah, all happened. the time. I've never met anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, he's sure. in Rhode Island. So that's, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, he, he lived like three three houses down from my parents. So we're destined to run into each other at one point or another. That's so cool. Time. Oh, that's wild. So statistically, so what are you doing with your with your stats degree with, when it comes to this stuff? Uh, so my so when I was in grad school, I worked, so again, at University of Pittsburgh. Uh, right next door to University of Pittsburgh is Carnegie Mellon University. Uh, best statistics program in the world. Uh, and they have a group there, a research group in sports analytics. So I, uh, while I was in grad school, was working with them, uh, which is kind of where I got my start. Like I've always loved sports, obviously love numbers and stuff. Uh, and that really allowed me to kind of get a 
a lot of experience doing really high level work. We work with NFL player tracking data. So, so like if you look at like the next gen stats presented like by AW, Amazon, like whatever, AWS, yeah, AWS, stuff, yeah. yeah. And they said like catch probability was this, touchdown probability was this. Like we're we're working on that stuff. Uh, I don't think that we actually did is what the NFL uses, um, but we were kind of working adjacently to to the people who whose stuff is actually being used for that. Sweet. Um, yeah. So so stuff along those lines. So you're using those next gen stats in order to bet well so that that's kind of, that's where i got the my experience in doing that so we're not using any next gen stats or anything mm -hmm. uh, that's all proprietary with the leagues gotcha, sorry. and i i would love to have access to it but yeah. <laughs> i don't mm -hmm. uh but but using just like play-by-play -play statistics box score statistics just depending on the sport and the accessibility of data uh just taking all of that stuff in building a, a framework basically like a video game mm -hmm. to, to play out games simulate games uh, and then based on all of the players that are in the games, you can see kind of how likely it is that player X hits a home run, that player Y strikes out 10 batters, uh, that oh, kind of cool. thing. <laughs> and, and if you have that information, uh, you can use that to help you make betting decisions. So you can say there's, a, there's some sort of edge, some money to be made. So before a game, would you, would you run like multiple simulations of a certain like that game itself is that how this kind of works yeah exactly so you you play the game out thousands and thousands and thousands of times what the fuck? and then you can say okay in <laughs> like how how likely or unlikely it is that that certain events happen like even just like how, how likely is it that the celtics beat the nets that kind of thing so did you do it tonight did you did you no, uh... i hate the nba oh so no i don't i i have i mean eventually but it, it, the thing that makes the NBA really hard from the sports betting perspective, and I'm sure from a fandom perspective too, is just the fact that the players, like, are they going to play the whole game? How many minutes are they going to play? And those things are so intricately import, important to making decisions with your money, right? And if those are uncertain things, like how can you have confidence in, in the bets that you place? So for, for me personally, I, I hate the NBA for that reason. Are you mostly a baseball and like football kind of? Uh, baseball, football. I love basketball. I love college basketball. Uh, and then not doing NHL right now, but looking to start on that. And then potentially some other sports too. It's like some uh, some second tier sports. Ben has been pestering me. I think Ollie's even joined on the train a little bit uh, on Twitter about golf. There is so much data out there that's public for golf that I think, uh, you know, I don't know if you've, you've come across the website datagolf.com, but that website has so much data out there. I think that is something that can definitely be in the future plans if, you know, time and, and, and you know, energy and all that becomes available. So yeah, no, I money to be made in golf too, betting wise. No, definitely. I think, I think it would be cool. I've, I'm not a big golfer, mm. Uh, mm -hmm. but it, at the same time, it's not like a, a complicated sport data wise. No, not at all. It's actually probably one of the more simple sports data-wise. It's all the numbers are right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. What kind of what kind of stats are we talking about? Like freaking swing level and shit like that? Yardage, well, there, you know, green and regulation. On, like I, Yeah, there's there's a big, you know, strokes gained is a huge stat now. How many strokes mm -hmm. are you ahead of uh, compared to the, the rest of the field on a given tournament? And then that goes out throughout the whole year and and then you have the more basic stats. How good is this guy at putting? How is he with his driver? How far does he hit it? 
once it's wind speed, all the scrap, there's so much data out there. I'm sure that it could definitely be used um, in, in this context as well. And um, since we're in baseball season, how, how has the, uh, how's the baseball model been rolling out here in the first couple of weeks? Uh, I think, I think it's been pretty good. A uh, little, I mean, certainly good days and bad days, yep. just as, as happens with any sport at any time during the year. Uh, beginning of the year is always a little bit tough just because like, if you're looking at how, like how a player has performed in their last few days, the last few days are last season. So, so from that perspective, it's, it's the first, the first couple of days were a little rough. The first Sunday of the season, everybody got killed and I am no exception. Uh, but overall, uh, it's, it's been a pretty successful season already and uh, definitely, definitely seeing some, uh, some good results. I don't have any specific numbers up right now, but. It's always good when it just spits out Dodgers minus one and a half with the way they've been playing lately too. It's like, well, don't, don't twist my hand. I guess I'll bet on the Dodgers again today. Yeah, no, I, uh, I bet a lot of, on the Dodgers today. <laughs> they have been really, really good lately. But what's, what's interesting to me about, about all this is we have, there's so many different avenues to tackle sports betting and, and you, you, you guys come in with numbers, follow the numbers, follow the data. That's what it's there for. And then you have other people that are all about just reading. Um, they don't really necessarily need to know anything about the sport. They just need to know about what Vegas is doing. And this line is set at this for this reason, all the money's coming in. I'm on this. I'm not on this whatever it may be. And then you have the guys where I think where I am, where I'm kind of in between. I love baseball. I know a lot about it, um, but I'm not so much into the, uh, you know, where you guys are, are running all these data and simulations. I'm not that much into the analytics of it, but at the same time, I don't really give a who, who's placing what money where. It is what I think. So there's kind of that in-between ground. There's so many different angles that can get tackled to it. And coming, you know, us three rolling a few fantasy baseball leagues together, just the amount of knowledge I have from fantasy baseball over the years puts me, I think, in a pretty advantageous spot when it comes to betting baseball. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, the, the ca casual fans, I, I think one thing that they lack is just knowledge of players. Mm -hmm. They are familiar with team level performances and with star players, but if you were to look at, I don't know, a, a team like the White Sox, I think are an excellent example recently. People think of the White Sox as a super high powered offense, but the last few days they they're missing players mm -hmm. and the, the lineups have been kind of, kind of mediocre and there's, it's been excellent value betting against the White Sox for that reason, the last few days. And, and people will, look at the lineup and see, okay, Jose Abreu's in and I don't know, some, somebody's on the mound. White Julia. Sox are at full strength. Let me bet. Pro pick. <laughs> Dylan yeah. Cease. Dylan Cease. My, yeah. And, and, and then you look at the bottom of the lineup and they've got four guys who should be in AAA. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's something, that's something that somebody like you should be able to pick up on having more full roster knowledge and something that the model can pick up on because it sees the lineups. And it needs it needs the lineups from the simulations, but people who were maybe not necessarily taking those things into account can't pick up on. So I have a question off that. 
if you have, say, a AAA guy in your model, what type of stat breakdown do they do you then input? Is it major league or do you take like their last like seven to 25 at bats from their minor league or like, how does that work? Uh, so it, it, it depends. So if it's a true minor league player who's like getting called up for the first time, uh, there's just like a very baseline level of, okay, this is, this is everybody who's been called up and, and this is how they've performed. So you basically, basically like turn that into the average minor league call up player. Okay. Uh, not not making any assumptions about prospect pedigree. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to deal in this context, at least, with adjusting minor league stats to the age and the crazy park factors that you get in the minors and all that stuff. Right. You're creating a baseline, basically. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like yeah, a yeah. generic call up player. Right. Okay. Not cool. Data. Yeah, but that makes sense because if they're above the average anyway and getting called up, I mean, you know. You're either betting on the average or betting you should be thinking about he's better than the average. So, mm-hmm. yeah, makes a lot of sense. And even that, it's only one prospect and a guy of nine teams mm-hmm. and a guy with, with eight other players in the lineup. That one prospect is only going to affect that score so much, no matter who it is. I don't care if it's Ken Griffey Jr. coming up, uh, you know, reincarnated or whatever that one player can only affect his simulation and his model so much. Like it's not going to affect it by a whole run. It's not even going to come close to that. Right. Yeah. It's like you, you could be Mike Trout and be the best player in baseball for 10 years and never make the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, free Mike Trout. Yeah. Free Mike Trout. Yeah. Free him. For real. So you you're in Colorado, but you are a nationals fan. Yeah. I am. So I'm from Virginia originally. Okay. I was born in Maryland, uh, lived in, in DC suburbs in Maryland, uh, then moved to Virginia when I was 10 in the DC suburbs there. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a DC guy by, by origin. So my fandoms, uh, I'm a Nationals fan. Uh, I, I would call myself a Wizards fan, but again, I'm not really an NBA guy. Uh, <laughs> a huge Washington Capitals fan and uh baltimore ravens fan just because fuck dan snyder yep respect yeah agree i do respect that but i also don't like the ravens yeah i mean also when i was like when i was like five years old i thought the ravens were my hometown team because i lived in maryland even though the then redskins were much closer yeah so i was like yeah Yeah, the ravens are also actually good so that also that kind of makes it more enjoyable yeah i mean and and their owner is not a massive piece of shit true yes (laughs) Yeah, that going for you as well. So my question is, have you ever been to New England before? Have I ever been to New England? Uh, I've been to Boston once. What'd you think? Uh, I didn't get to see a whole lot of the city. I was there for a conference. I was at uh, Nessus, the New England Symposium Symposium for Statistics and Sports. Cool. Basically just a bunch of nerds. Uh, it was on Harvard's <laughs> campus, so I got to tour that. Uh, that was cool. But I didn't really get to see a whole lot of the... Uh, actual downtown of boston and that's it i've been to, i've been to philly a bunch i've been to new york a bunch but i've never been further north, northeast than that okay he's i gonna, ask you this because yeah, he's gonna struggle with our uh yeah, our yeah. Guest question this, or yeah. inaugural or whatever you want to call it we're gonna hit oh. you with this question regardless just all right it, <laughs> this is a, a rite of passage uh for every guest that comes on this podcast for the first time so off the cuff since you don't have much uh, 
experience with this area. I just want you to name your favorite New England states in order of worst to best. Okay, favorite New England states from worst to best. All right. Uh, <laughs> You're dealing with... You know yeah, yeah. Sense, so so right? we're, we're going Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the forgotten stepchild. All right. Uh, so... Again, I've I've only only been to Massachusetts, so we'll we'll put Vermont number one. It just seems like a like a cool state. Okay. To be at, uh-huh. uh, we'll, we'll put <laughs> this is probably a, for a stupid reason. Put Connecticut number two. Just because. Wait, wait, it's, it's oh no! You're stealing the stats. I have, oh, I have, I have family from Connecticut. My respect. My step. Oh, okay. I love New this Haven. guy. So we're gonna we're gonna throw Connecticut number two for for that reason. Uh, we'll throw. I know, we'll throw New Hampshire number three. Okay. I don't know why. You don't need to. It it just it seems like a like a slightly worse version of Vermont. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I don't I I don't know. I could be completely wrong. People usually lean one way or the other between them, but there's in my opinion, there's not too much difference between the two. We'll throw uh, we'll throw Massachusetts number four. Okay. And, and maybe maybe I'm underrating Massachusetts. Maybe they should get bumped up to three. But I mean, they, they, you've got Boston. It's like the, the this place where stuff actually happens in New England, unlike the rest of the states. Uh, so, we'll throw we'll throw Maine number five, Rhode Island number six. All That's right, it's like. been nice knowing you. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, is, that is that res- is uh, straight respect for Nick coming on and putting us in our place. Just trashing the state that we that we love without knowing anything about it. You gotta, yeah, I mean, on it, okay, honestly, no. So the, the reason that it's it's number six is because of you guys. Just oh, kidding. it's good. <laughs> just kidding. Just no. kidding. No, but no, yet, how, right. this, how did how to never come on the podcast again? Be the first first person to get booted off midway through the recording. You must have been reading the comments on uh, the podcast. Yeah, you, he was looking at the reviews. Yeah, our our reviews. Actually, We've been no, getting we, attacked. We got, personally attacked. We got destroyed by PC fans over the uh, March Madness because you were all URI fans. We hate PC. Mm-hmm. And we were just shitting, shitting on them, talking shit as much as we could. Mercilessly. And we really had no basis to talk shit this year, but we did because that's what we do. And <laughs> yeah. they knocked, they knocked our our podcast review on Apple Podcasts from like a four point nine all the way down to a three point nine. So they really hammered us with one stars. Okay, so so I'm right in putting Rhode Island last <laughs> for that for that reason. Yeah, just then, just because Providence is there. But yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate the. the I mean, I kind of hate it, but I, I don't know, I'm mixed. I feel I'm mixed I hate out. Providence too, man. I hate it. Dude, my favorite part of your list was Connecticut number two. It, dude, I get Connecticut's my number two state too. I get fucking trash for it. So, respect Connecticut's the bomb. I will say, uh, give the, Connecticut some love. The I'll... things, the things Connecticut. I would, sorry, Verdugo just hit a, a bomb, but it was foul. Rocket. Oh. <laughs> um the one thing there connecticut has a couple things they have the best pizza i think um i don't really think it's a debate connecticut pizza is elite um okay. they have foxwoods so close to new york that's why i know but there's something about um uh yeah just something about connecticut pizza man 
and they have Foxwoods. And now the, now you can do DraftKings FanDuel sports betting over there too. So they've got three things that uh, Rhode Island doesn't have. Oh, shit. Well, Rhode Island has good pizza, but uh, for, for me anyways, we have good pizza spots. But Connecticut, you can almost get a really, really good slice anywhere you want. So how's, how's the, what's the, the prospectus looking like with sports betting in Rhode Island? We have, we have one, one book. It's called the Rhode Island Sports Book, and it is run by the state. So it is bad. So, so you're, you're like Oregon. Yes. I, 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 don't I think, know I think like, Oregon's the same way. It sounds like it, it is. sounds like it is. It's not, it's, it's not a good book. It, it's very poorly run. The UI is bad. <laughs> There's no single game parlays. There's a lot of restrictions on it. For baseball props, it's terrible. Uh, I mean, it, it's not a good book, but I manage as, as well as I can with it. I'm hoping that they eventually realize they can make just as much, if not a lot more money by allowing FanDuel and DraftKings to operate here. But we'll see. And we're at least ahead of Massachusetts where it's still illegal to, you know, illegal. They don't have any uh, books anywhere so you can't they don't have a state-run book there's no DraftKings, no FanDuel, no nothing yeah it's just a mistake on the state's end to not have it it's crazy it, and this the, we're seeing really in these past year year or two maybe three uh, since it's been blowing up around the country we're seeing more and more states do it and the states that aren't doing it are just falling further and further behind in, in my opinion this is something that the sports betting is it's here to stay and it is very profitable for states um yeah very very profitable for states and the fact states aren't doing it especially up here in the northeast is it's it's sad but what are you gonna do with some of the greatest sports fans in the country yeah who like they they are losing so much money Yeah. yeah no and a lot of dumb fans. A lot of dumb oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Fans. a bunch of people who bet the Red Sox every game and the Celtics every game exactly. and the Patriots every game. Yep, yep. I am not one of those people, but <laughs> I didn't I say you were. <clears throat> I'd be betting the Falcons every not, game and crying yet. my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be good one day. One day, Josh. I'm telling you, man, Marcus Mariotti is taking us to the promised land this year. You're going to talk yourself into that. I fucking hope so. Setting. Is he the Yo, starter? If they, if they win the first three games, I'm going to buy his jersey. Elite, dude. <laughs> Elite NFL, dude. So are you uh, not, a, not a Patriots fan? I am not. I'm an and, Atlanta Falcons fan. And how on earth did that happen? Uh, the 1999 Super Bowl was the first Super Bowl I ever watched. And yes, Elway won, but I rooted for the Falcons and stuck with them. And that was that. Nice. Yeah, that was, and that was that. And he's Love had a Dion. life of torture ever since. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He picked up one, <laughs> I mean, one Super Bowl loss early on, uh, sacrificed <laughs> so many Super Bowl wins moving forward. <laughs> this is so true. Well, to be so fair, true. your your dad's a Chargers fan too, right? So it's not like mm-hmm. it was in his like in his. There was nothing in our house. The Patriots, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like my whole family's Red Sox fans, so that's kind of what stuck there. Besides my grandma, she was a Yankees fan and tried to put me in Yankees garb when I was an infant, but my mom yelled at her and cussed her out. But in general, yeah, no, like football, like even my mom just started watching football the last probably 10 years and she's a Titans fan. So it's like What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so random. So it's yeah. random. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Yep. <laughs> 
How the fuck should she choose? She's got, she's got, I think she's got a jersey, uh, a sweatshirt. Like she, she's all in. That's so dope. <laughs> yeah. Like she's not a big football fan, but she, whenever the Titans are in it, she's like, yeah. I think That's she awesome. likes the colors. That's what it is. The Titans so. uniforms are pretty nice. They are cool. Yeah. I agree. But so, yeah. I have a question for you, Nick, about the, the draft. Is there anything? I, I don't, this is probably a stupid question, but like, is there anything that you're like using to like bet to, like towards like selections of who's going to get drafted when and stuff? Uh, I, as far as anything data driven is concerned, no. Okay. Uh, it's more so just trying to take in as much information as possible, trying to get as good of a read as possible on how teams are actually valuing players, potential trade up, trade down spots, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. just th- th- so with the draft things that you bet on is is like a player to go over under the the 10th pick okay type of thing or, or like who's going to go first you can bet on that who's going to go second mm-hmm. that kind of thing uh, right. i'm personally not a, not a huge draft better i love the draft yeah just not betting uh, on it though no i mean a, a partially because of the lack of data it, it feels a lot more like old school, like not, not coin flippy, but you have, have to do a type of research that I'm not good at doing. I got you. M- Mel Kuyper style. No, yeah, exactly. Mel Kuyper. <laughs> that dude digs, man. It's crazy. Mel Kuyper's looked the exact same for 30 years. <laughs> Him and Pharrell are both vampires. Mm. Pharrell. <laughs> Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell looks the same age too, man. That is weird. And Bill Nye. Yeah. No, Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Nye looks a little, little older, but his hair got grayer, but his face is not wrinkled a bit. That's because he's a science guy. He's putting some damn chemicals on. That's his face a fact, dude. He's cooking in the lab, man. Uh-huh. Cooking his own face. Yo, Nick, you're a Twitch streamer, and I know you do that for your your business. But do you also play video games by any chance? Uh, I do play video games. I don't stream games on Twitch. So that's actually how we ended up on Twitch and how sports betting ended up on Twitch kind of as a whole. I don't want to take too much credit for everything that's happened, but I do want to take a little credit for it. Uh, <laughs> do it. So do it. back in like mid 2020, uh, we were just like talking about ways to make content. And so I've, I'm a huge video game fan. I'm a huge consumer of Twitch just as as its own thing. Uh, so I was like, hey, let's make sports betting content on Twitch. And when we started doing that, there was like basically nobody else doing it. There was like, we could find one or two channels streaming to like two, three, four viewers at a time. Mm-hmm. And we started doing it and it was the same, right? I mean, the, the people who are into sports and sports betting and the people who are into Twitch are largely different groups of people. And, and even the, the people who are on Twitch and also like sports aren't looking for sports on Twitch. They get their sports content elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just started, started doing that. And we, we kind of convinced, at, at least partially convinced the Book It people to move their stream onto Twitch from, from TikTok or Twitter or whatever it was before that. Uh, and then just trying to, trying to mesh the cultures because there is... I, I think a lot of overlap. Oh, definitely. With people like, I mean, I'm assuming because you asked about it. I'm assuming you guys are video game guys. I mean, I see. I we talked to Ollie about his PC. I see Josh, you've got your PC. Oh yeah. 
I'm assuming, I, I I'm assuming the, there's I something this in morning. there, Steve. Yeah. You stream this morning? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what uh, what games do you guys play? I'm about to start my uh, Lego Star Wars journey tonight. Nice. I just bought it. I'm excited to dive into it. I haven't played a Lego Star Wars game in a hot minute. I just beat Mario Golf 64 on my Switch. And I'm ready to dive into Lego Star Wars now. It's a commitment, but I'm ready to make it, I think. Yeah, remember I had a like a the first Lego Star Wars game on the PS2 yep, way back too. in the day. Haven't played one since. <laughs> I, I, I haven't either, but I bought this one. It's got all the way through. I said, fuck it, let's ride. I bought it too. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I'm fucking off with it. Josh is a big time streamer though. Is he? I mean, I was. I was. I got to get back into the game, man. But yeah, I'd streamed uh, Smite this morning. Smite and Rocket League. Um, but I play everything, dude. Nice. For- Fortnite, shooters, MOBAs. It doesn't matter, dude. I love me some whatever. Smite. I haven't played Smite in years, but that was a, that was a fun game. I put it is. over still is. hours to that game. Yeah, I still I, I'll watch the uh, the pro league. Yeah, I will too. That's that's pitch. some cool stuff, man. Nasty. When they yeah, pan I, out and watch the whole map and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, esports are so much fun. Hmm. All right, we have a minute left in this meeting. Give us your biggest uh, baseball or NFL draft take, and then we're gonna end it. Oh God. Uh, let us know what your Twitter name is. Okay. NFL draft. You're on the clock. God, I'm on the spot. Yeah. Let's go. And there's like, there's like an actual time limit. Yeah. Uh, So I, I think, I think uh, there's, I think quarterbacks are going to fall. That's a a broad statement, but I, I think that a lot of these guys aren't really first round talents and the teams know it. There's teams that need QBs, but I don't think that they're going to, I don't think they're going to go off the board as early as people ex- are expecting them just okay. as a position group. This is at Capwise, C-A-P-W-I-Z-E. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Kenny Pickett to the Falcons. <laughs> Let's I, go, love baby. I love I love Kenny Pickett. Thanks for, thanks for coming <laughs> on, Nick. Was, I think we had a great time. <laughs> Yo, that was a real COVID cough. That's fucked up. Dude, I literally have fucking COVID. First off, I got my boy. Does not listen to this podcast very often. But if you're out there, James Rooney, biggest shout out I have possible is to you, my friend. Married this weekend. Shout out to my boy, Lance Legier. Getting married a year from now. Let me back things up a bit because I got to give a big old shout out to my other boy, Jake Ruth, recently married.
weird feeling, dude. I've been isolating all day. Thank God for this podcast. I would have no human contact all day, my bro. So shout out to my boys. Everybody in the club. James Murphy, baby Jake, Ruth, James. Oh, Jake. Morocco's engaged too, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So shout out to the homies. Plumber Radio coming soon. I'm still in quarantine. Hey, yo.